0: Before we get started, I want you to take two seconds and just hit that subscribe button or follow if you haven't already, I would really appreciate it. Really, really appreciate it. And now previously on Real Garbage. He did it over a three day weekend, all the time. Always three day weekend. Every time a three day weekend. Broke in through the air conditioning ducts and then he broke into the safe, planted explosives in it, blew it open, robbed it, closed it, used plaster, He's carrying plaster in <laughs> there. So, there. Where are you getting so the water? This guy's like, plaster. he's drywalling. <laughs> he's, he's, he's feathering it in there. And now coming up on this episode of Real Garbage.
1: It is funny. Cause that first, yeah, the first few times you smoke it, nothing happens. And you're like, I think I'm, Am I like, hi, This is, I think, I am. And then when you actually get high for the first time, you're like,
0: "Whoa! <laughs> this <laughs> is
1: what <laughs> I'm <It's> hot." Terrifying.
0: <laughs> you got any kids? And he's like, "They're bad." I don't know where I went, but I don't want to go back. <laughs> 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 Excuse me. It's going to be a fun one. I'm joined by Darren Miller, and we dig into the sex thriller, you could call it? Uh, Between Worlds with Nicolas Cage. We found it on Netflix. This movie is ridiculous, but we had a blast reviewing it. So stick around. We're going to get right into it, right after a quick word from our fake sponsors. Want to lose weight, but you don't want to go to the gym and exercise? Well, you get yourself a good case of diarrhea. Hit up Taco Time every Tuesday for Taco Tuesday. $1.39 tacos will get things running smooth. Watch the pounds shed right from your body after every time you go to Taco Tuesday at Taco Time.
1: Arriba, <laughs> <That's good>. arriba.
0: <laughs> Do you wish you were cooler?
1: Do you wish you you had the joie de vie? Do you wish the ladies were dripping off you? What? What do you need? You need, say, snakeskin boots. You need snakeskin, snakeskin, snakeskin snake boots. Skin. Come and get them. Any kind of boot that you like, snakeskin boots, the ladies will be at your heels. Boys, who else wears snakeskin boots that you know of? Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage, a representative of snakeskin boots since 1967.
0: I was going to do Nicholas Nicolas Cage impression, but... Three. <laughs> Me.
1: That's what I, I, I had <laughs> thought about doing a, a nickel. I was like, can I do that as a nickel? And I was like, I can't. I can't do the Nicholas Cage Nicholas Cage impression does not come uh, does not come naturally to me.
0: Well, after having Nash on here and just knocking it out of the park, I don't even feel comfortable
1: <laughs> doing it anymore.
0: Way to go, Nash!
1: I know he he gets it. Is like just wait a second, I got, and now a perfect Nicholas Cage impression.
0: Uh, 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 national treasure, national <laughs> so treasure. So <laughs> good. Welcome everyone to Real Garbage, the number one Nicholas Cage podcast in Brentwood oh. Bay. <laughs> How are you doing, Darren? I'm good, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm fantastic, man. Thanks for Excellent. coming on to the, come on out of the show again. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me. This is way... I told you earlier, I was like, this is way past my bedtime. I know, I know, it's, I know. I know it's still light out, <laughs> <laughs> but usually I have my cardigan on now, and I'm like, ooh, I'm nestling to bed with my Newsweek. <laughs>
0: Got a cup of tea, <laughs> <That's> steaming. <right.
1: laughs> yeah. Um, what were we talking about before we started here? I think we were talking about the wonders of the... Of the internet. Oh
0: man. Okay. We're talking about the internet. Have you seen <clears throat> have you seen the internet? My heard, God. Have this, you heard of this thing called the Internet? <laughs> it's incredible. Um, there's robot. Have you seen the robot delivery bots, like the food delivery robots? No. That, oh my god. So I was watching Kimmel. One of my guilty pleasures is watching the late night shows, mm-hmm. just the clips on YouTube. And there's there's six-wheeled, they're about, I don't know, this big, maybe mm-hmm. like two feet tall. Two or three feet long, and they have six wheels, and they just wheel around like on the sidewalks and stuff. They're food delivery robots, but they're not that good at getting around. So there's like compilation videos of people helping them. <laughs> so I'd be like, "Oh, hey, let me help it's you, there, so little cute. guy." And they're pushing it through the snow. And the creepy thing is, is like it'll thank them. It's like, "Hey, there you go, fella," and it's like, "Thank you," <laughs> as it drives away. They're trying to drive up over curbs and stuff. We are getting way too cushy with the robots.
1: I feel like this is a great uh, opportunity to get some free food. Just yeah. see one of those robots, and you're just like, bam, kick it. But that's you got to trust um, that people are going to be good and not and not kill your kill your robot and take whatever. You're like, oh, what do you have? Where did you just come from? You just came out of the pad Thai restaurant. Excellent.
0: Well, that I would yeah, because remember when Amazon was doing the the drone delivery? No. They were d- delivering stuff with drones. Apparently. It's
1: like I've been asleep since <laughs> 1987. I thought,
0: the, I thought you were on the. I thought you on the internet. <laughs> um, I think it was a thing that actually happened. They started doing it. I don't know if, if it's uh, a frequently used service. Mm-hmm. The drones, because people, uh, from what I hear on the internet, was that people were shooting them down. It was like you know shooting down drones, stealing packages.
1: Well, that's what they do. It. They're going to do it either way. They're going to like steal it off your doorstep. Or they, or they will shoot your uh, slingshot your drone out of the sky. That's the yeah, that's what I like about science fiction because even though they didn't have, I didn't hear about the drone robots. I know I did read a science fiction uh, story about drone delivery, and I was like, that's wild. But this is gonna come true, and now I find <laughs> out I'm like, it has come true. I just didn't know about it.
0: We're living in the future now, man. It's just it happened. It happened slowly. We're like frogs in boiling water. We're slowly. Yeah, apparently, but... apparently that's bullshit. That whole theory of like, if if you put a frog in water and slowly heat it up, it'll boil to death. It will I won't. brought
1: some frogs. We're going to get on the water. <laughs> let, me no. put
0: the, put, let me put the pot on the stove. But I heard, I was re- listening to some audio book, and they're like, it doesn't, that doesn't happen.
1: Who Who's going to be the asshole who's going to test that? <laughs> you be like. Well, just think like. In the name of science, Herr Goebbels, <laughs> we'll put some boiling frogs. Boiling frogs. Yeah. What does
0: it smell in here? <laughs> uh, I'm just making soup. Um. Yeah, those robots though. It's it, like just because like there's a video of a woman walking her dog, and the dog's just freaking out because this thing's got like six headlights on the front. It's super lit up. install all LED, so it's just blindingly bright. And these things just roll around town. First of all, who they're super slow. So let's yeah. let's let's say if I ordered food from the lodge, which mm-hmm. is like a 15 minute walk. That thing has to go uphill. It's gonna oh. be. They got to cook the food half hour. Let's say 40 minutes, depending on what it is. Then you gotta put it in that robot, and it's gonna take another hour to get here if it doesn't get hung up on the roundabout.
1: Right. Just like you're better off to pay Billy, who's got a BMX. You'd be like, hey dude, I'll give you five bucks. Can you run down there?
0: Absolutely. Then you're supporting local business. You're not feeding the you're not supporting the robot. How long
1: so the robot it must have a heating tray in it or I would something assume, to keep stuff
0: I would assume so. And I would think there's gotta be some sort of uh, safety precautions, like safety measures in place, like you're saying, like, you know, you, you could shoot that thing and yeah. crack it open and steal the food. There's got to be, like, dye packets or something in there, like, kind of like ATM money. <laughs> oh. Crack it open and poof, the, uh
1: The great robot delivery heist of, of <laughs> 2021. <laughs> There's a
0: short film in there somewhere,
1: or a feature yeah. film.
0: It's like, hi, yeah, because, like, oh, they're... Because we start with food, right? Then what? Because I've heard that Uber, so in the States, if... Weed gets legalized on a federal level. (laughs) Uber's going to start delivering weed.
1: That's what I would... Yeah, could you have a weed bot? I feel like a weed bot, like a food bot is a big target, food delivery bot. I feel like a weed delivery bot is a massive target. You know, like, Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I, but I feel like most hardcore stoners who are like, man, I can't afford to buy a weed on my own to rob this robot. They're not smart enough to crack those <laughs> robots off. They'd pick it up. The thing would get tracked to their place. They'd get arrested.
1: they make friends with the robot. Dude, you're okay.
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, I have to say, loving your podcast. I've, oh, been, yeah? I've, I've thrown it on here when I've been like cooking dinner and stuff, and I'm just listening to you guys in the background. And I was laughing at episode five. So If you guys don't know, Darren Miller is one of the hosts on uh, the Ill Informers podcast. You can find it on YouTube, everywhere else you get your audio podcast. Go and download it. Yeah. Go listen to it right now. It's really <laughs> funny. But that episode five, the intro wars, you guys are talking about, you met, You brought up, you, how you, back in school, was it high school or mm-hmm. junior high? You had to perform a song in front of the class as like an end project
1: Oh, yeah, that was for, um, that was University of Victoria. That oh, was UVic? Yeah, man, this oh, was a wow. university, I paid I thought it was like $700 seven. for this class, <laughs> and, uh, and it was such, it was a great class, but it was one of those things, I was like, I was sitting at the end, I'm like, I need to take another class so I can get enough credit so I could get my degree, which I'll never use, don't go to school, kids, <laughs> drop out. Save your money. <laughs> get a trade, become a plumber, um, and then that's exactly, uh, exactly what I did. I took a class. I was like, this Beatles class. I was like, this looks amazing. So I signed up for that and, uh, and went and the pro- it was all project-based. So the teacher, God lover, complete flake, was just like, she's like, everything should be um, a project. So you had to do one of the, like, the one guy I partnered up with, we're, we did a Yoko Ono was we did a project on Yoko Ono so as the presentation to the class we just got in a, got in a bed cuz John Lennon and Yoko Ono had their bed sit in uh, Montreal or Toronto and we just presented a report there and just had samples of Yoko Ono's music and visual art <laughs> And stuff that we presented while we lay in a bed at the front of class. Wait, I, so,
0: hold on. You brought a bed into the classroom?
1: Well, I think I think actually we just brought like four or five pillows and a big comforter ah, lay down pretending. at the front. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. We're not, we, were, we were in a Beatles class. We weren't that motivated. <laughs> and one of the projects, she said everyone, uh, Would you? I don't know if you could do that now, but she said, you. everyone has to play a music. Pick a Beatles song and do it. She's like, I don't give a fuck if you've got music ability or not. Figure it out. Acapello, whatever, and uh, and it was pretty. It was pretty fun. That's probably all the other classes I took in university. All the political science and the anthropology and the history classes of whatever is like, whew, gonna. I'm just like, <laughs> but the Beatles class. I'm like, oh, the most useless class I took is the one that stayed with me, and I love it. That's
0: hilarious. Why would that even be a class? Oh, I'm, I'm just curious. I
1: have I have no idea. It's like a cultural modern. Cultural study, twentieth century cultural study class. I don't know, but but it feels like anyone could teach that class, or not anyone. She was she's a very talented musician. Mm-hmm. I think they were. She was probably a music teacher at Uvic, so actually teaching uh, jazz or classical music, and they were like. Good, and she's and she's a massive Beatles fan. She's like, Hey, how about I teach this uh Beatles class? Would that be
0: cool? <laughs> well, it just makes me want to like inquire as to how hard it is to get a class. Like, if I'm really good at something, can I just be like, Hey, I got this yes. class idea?
1: Talk to talk to uh our our friend uh Patrick Boyle, who's a actual professor oh. up at UVic and a jazz uh a doctor of jazz. I have seen him playing the trumpet in his
0: profile picture. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, and he's a and apparently I don't. I don't know this, um, because I don't know a lot about music. But a, but apparently, and I've got uh, friends in town who are musicians, and they're like, "Oh, uh, Doctor Boyle." They're like, "He's a motherfucker. Like he's like <laughs> the the trumpet player in Canada. He's like what? the dude." Yeah. So I don't, and I don't know this. Is just but these are from people who are know more than I do. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I've met him. I've like I've seen pictures of him. I don't think I've actually met him. Oh, he's a sweetheart. Seems He's like a
1: sweetheart Trump. him and his him and his wife uh, Jenny, and she's got the make house um sewing place so go take some classes
0: oh <laughs> man you want to talk about uh, this oh, awful, I a, awful awful I have Nicholas to,
1: movie i watched this I watched this movie last I watched it last night me too um and then I watched a little bit of the beginning again today and i've had this has been an emotional roller coaster for me because I have Went through periods of hating this movie and then thinking it is brilliant, and then thinking some of it, some of it's completely awful dog shit, and some of it is. (laughs) But then there's moments where I was like, it it could have been so great. (sighs) What did you
0: think? What did you think? I don't. So, kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like in the first five minutes, I'm going, okay, yeah, this is wow. What have I got myself into? And then 15 minutes in, I'm going, whoa. Like this, the writing is brutal. The acting is even worse. Like I texted uh, my, my, well, I guess I could say girlfriend. I'm not sure if it's official. What? Stop. Girl, I'm seeing, <laughs> okay. I text her and I'm like, I'm watching this Nicolas Cage movie. The writing is so bad and the actors are making it worse because I felt like the chick that played Julie, when she read the mm-hmm. script, she was like Christopher Walken. Just no punctuation at all. <laughs> None. Like the line would be like, and then I, well, you know, and she, you know she's supposed to pause there, and she'd just go, and then I, well, you know. Like, whoa, what, huh? Yeah. You're supposed to pause. There's a period there. Just just take a second. Take so, a breath. Think about what you're going to say, and then, well, you know. Some kind of, like, line reading. You're like, who? Well,
1: she's the, she's the um, actor from Run, Lola, Run.
0: I've seen her. I've never seen Run Lola Run, but I've seen her in something else. I just couldn't figure out what it was, and I honestly didn't want to give her the credit of looking on IMDb <laughs> to find out because this was garbage. Well, she
1: yeah, because she was like, Run Lola Run was like a huge art house hit. I think it was a German movie because I think she's German. So it was, it was one of those like uh, really big lauded movies, and she's been a world famous like global actress since then. But you're right, she was like. I'm just, like, did you, are you going to put any
0: effort in
1: at none, all?
0: Or? None. The only effort she put in was the sex scenes. Oh, like, yeah. Okay, okay. This is all right. This is cool. Hold on. Okay, oh, yeah. before we get too far ahead, there's of a few.
1: There's <laughs> a few scenes. There's a few key, yeah, scenes we have talked, but we'll get
0: to it. Would you like to tell the listeners and viewers what Between Worlds is about? Oh my god, if I can
1: figure <laughs> it out, Between Worlds is about uh, Nicolas Cage plays a down on his luck truck driver, uh, widower, and uh, parenter. Uh, a dead, dead kid and, and uh, wife, and he comes across a woman who is psychic, and her daughter is in trouble, is in a in a coma, and uh, she's got to get her daughter back from the brink of death. And when the daughter comes back from the brink of death, something's not quite right. The dead <laughs> that right. have unfinished business. <laughs>
0: Wow, this was starts off with a th- a three minute long drowning scene, mm-hmm. which I'm thinking, okay, what oh, what yeah. is happening here? This is person fell under ice. All right, cool. I'm looking at the time. I'm like, all right, it's been a minute and a half. Okay, it's been two minutes. I'm like, how long is this going to go for? It's roughly three minutes mm-hmm. of this weird, creepy underwater scene. I'm like, oh, it's dead. Okay, that must be his dead daughter. Nope, it's someone else. She opens her eyes, swims up to her body, because I think this was the. This is what she explained later mm-hmm. as her scene where she first had her out-of-body experience. Because this woman can escape her body. Her soul can leave her body. and She can go to the other side.
1: Yeah, she apparently. can go to, like, the world of souls or mm-hmm. something like that. But that was something. When I watched that, I thought, oh, this movie isn't going to be... This is, like, late-period Nicolas Cage. I feel, like, I feel like people, like, the same way I had a Beatles class... We were going to have Nicolas Cage classes in 40 years and they're going to watch these movies and be like, well, what what can you do? I don't care uh, if you can act or not, but you need to come up and you need to do a Nicolas Cage soliloquy, whatever. The, uh, I thought that movie was going to be, it had such a, um, like a European art house feel, which I like that because I'm a bit of a wanker Mm -hmm. and (laughs) I (laughs) I was like, oh, this will be, this will be really, really good. And yeah, it just, it kind of, that did not, it fell apart.
0: <laughs> I, well, this was, it was uh, <clears throat> this female director and writer a mm-hmm. producer. She did all three. It was just her third film. I felt like she didn't have somebody sitting next to her going, hey, Maybe we mm-hmm. should try something a little different. Because like I, I did like her, like you said, like, it's kind of arthouse style. I did enjoy the, the cinematic mm-hmm. aspect of this movie was really good. Mm-hmm. Cool shots, creative framing and editing. Yeah. I did like that. It was kind of it was creative, but it just wasn't supported with with good writing. And yeah. you need good writing. Like this was some of the worst. Sorry, lady, this was some of the worst <laughs> writing I've ever seen in a movie.
1: But I, I also wonder. Because you're you're right. There was like the drowning scene, but even in, when it opens up right after that, Nicolas Cage is a truck driver, and he's in the parking lot, and it's a low frame on the on the snakeskin boot. And then when he goes in, <laughs> you sort of find out like he's he's down and out, mm-hmm. and he owes his boss some some money, and he goes into the store, and even just that reverse butt crack Oof. shot that was great. It was It was nasty, but, <laughs> but all that all that kind of um, yeah. And then the writing was just. Not there at all, but I feel like I feel like Nicolas Cage probably half wrote this movie. Like she's you think like so? she's. I feel like she she would come in and she'd be like, "Well, what's the the script? The script says this stuff, which is good that I've spent eighteen months on." And he went, "I can't do <laughs> the Nicolas Cage. Movie. How about if I uh, if I just do this instead? Is that
0: better? What I if know. I just yeah do my own words yeah. in the scene?" What? Uh, uh, <laughs> M- Maria, I-, I could just add lib. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, I can add lab. She goes, Do you have a wife and children? He goes, oh, oh yeah, I do. Right here. Oops, they're dead. Oh. Wife and daughter, you
0: like? Oh, beautiful. Oops, they're dead. Wow. Yeah, because they, they meet up real quick here. So we like he's, he's he does has the phone call with his boss. He's like, I'm tapped, I'm tapped, I'm I can't I can't pay you anything at all. Then he goes inside. Buy some stuff, and he's like, keep the change. I'm like, well, you said you're tapped. I guess you're not tapped. But in the midst of this, we get a quick cutaway to feet being, a girl being Mm -hmm. lifted off the floor in a bathroom stall, and you're like, oh, man, someone's getting choked. This is not good. And then minutes go by, I'm like, what happened? What was that bathroom thing all about? And then all of a sudden, you hear a muffled, like, Well, as she's being choked, I don't know why she's screaming. And he's like, I'm going to go save the day. And he like busts in there, and a little throwback to Con Air. Mm-hmm. He's like, we don't treat women like that down here. Kabam. And neither one of them protests to what he's doing. No. Like, so there's a, there's a dude choking this woman in the bathroom. And he comes in. He's like, we don't treat women like that. And the guy's like, wait. <laughs> Smash <laughs> in the face. He's still conscious, and he's not going like, hold on, buddy. There's a story here. And even she's going, don't hurt him. Hold on. Yeah. Like Give him some some information. <laughs> Be like, no, listen, he's choking me. It's all part of a plan. He's paying me for yeah. it, or vice versa, or whatever. Because it just it seems like she just got some random dude. Does she just hang around yeah. truck stops looking for? Well, random Well, if you dudes want someone choker? to choke
1: you, that's where you go. You go to a truck stop that's and you're good like, point. hey, can you? Would you mind? He's like, oh, I thought you'd never ask. Oh, him. I could do more than just <laughs> choke you.
0: No, 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 it's choking's fine. I just need to go to the other side for a little bit. How do you pitch that to somebody? Listen, yeah. <laughs> because you go to,
1: you go to, he's like, whatever, whatever you're in, that's your thing. Dude. Say no
0: more, lady, <laughs> I'll choke you. And she busts that line out like three times in this movie, you need to choke me. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, okay.
1: <laughs> it was a very, well, that was, I mean, there's a couple, well, whatever, there's a couple scenes later on where she's like, come on, choke me. And he's like, <laughs> no,
0: no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't need you to be possessed by someone else. Uh, Yeah, so he... Uh, He throws out this line, why don't you, next time you wrestle a man gator, Mm -hmm. is he insinuating that she's a gator of some sort? I think so. I think that was... Because they're in... uh, There's a gator
1: theme that runs heavily through this movie. Also, later on, he's wearing a gator shirt. Very nice, shiny.
0: Well, they're in Mobile, Alabama, right? Mm -hmm. So there's nothing to do with gators in Alabama, is there? Oh,
1: there's got to be at least five or six good gator farms down there where you can yeah and i think wrestling gators it seems like that would be the kind of place where you'd be able to go and wrestle a gator just on the weekend for for fun like here Mm -hmm. you go paddleboarding down in mobile alabama you wrestle gator
0: (laughs) we are going to take in the family to wrestle gators maybe our american listeners can leave a comment in the (laughs) in the area below tell us what uh, alabama what's your best (laughs) wrestling gator
1: experience gator (laughs) wrestling experience
0: so he follows her outside after he he's like I just saved you and then she's <laughs> like no you didn't you screwed it up. And he's like what? Okay and they go outside. She's jumping into her, her truck because she's I a truck driver. I didn't figure that. It seemed like she was jumping into his truck. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they didn't ex- like nothing got explained in this movie.
1: No. And that was that was one of that's one of the weaknesses like I think of the writing is usually you'd be like explicitly clear about what's going on but there was a few times that they're like they're like that interferes with Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage. So we're just going to steamroll right through.
0: That was the one thing I was looking for, for explanations of everything in this movie. And it was like, nope, nope. We're not going to tell you how that got here. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you how he went there. I'm not going to tell you why this person's (laughs) here. Just trust the process. And she just opens right up to him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she, this is where she's like, you got any kids? And he's like, they're dead. And then she's like, well, I got a daughter and she's in a coma this morning because yeah. she just got into an accident. And I'm like, okay, so she got into a motorcycle accident. She's in a coma now and you need to, and she's, out, she's like, I have to use my magic powers to, he's like, well, hold on, tell me in the truck. So they start driving and she just, yeah, tells him, tells him everything. If which you, is <laughs> which is a
1: very, like all the way through this uh, movie, um, they're a very red flag kind of couple Like you're just like Like for on both sides Like there's oh, yeah. a lot of stuff that he does That she should have been like Fuck get out of here And a lot of stuff that on the other side Should have been like get lost Like there's not uh, They were both not very stable
0: people <laughs> It just seems it seems like toxic people like that Just attract yeah. each other And it's like hey it's, we should be horrible with each other take me <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, so now they go. Then they go straight to the hospital. They miss something.
1: No, I was just gonna say. Also, which is a theme throughout. When he's talking to his boss, which I just want to note <laughs> this for later. But he just he's sitting in the truck, popping oh, no do's, swilling <laughs> yeah. on a flask, and I think smoking a joint yep. or cigarette. I just like he he goes hard through the whole movie. It's fantastic. I feel
0: like he did it for real. Well, he was he was fake smoking the weed in the truck. You could tell. I yeah. hate when people fake smoke weed. But I feel like he was really... How about now when they CGI smoke in? Oh, was that in the car later? Because that car should have been... Full of cigarette smoke.
1: No, no, that was um, oh yeah, with the, with the with the nurse lady, the voodoo nurse. Yes,
0: totally. <laughs> the mysterious voodoo nurse,
1: which is sort of weird. That well, that's a but that's a trope through the whole thing. You're like, oh, of course, here comes the African American nurse, but oh, she's gonna be mystical. Oh, <laughs> of course she is gonna be. Of
0: course she's gonna have a Jamaican <laughs> accent yeah. too. Really, it's 2021. Uh, they show up at the hospital, and mm-hmm. she's out of the coma. So she's out of the coma. She's got no, there's no tubes or anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I figure if you're in a coma, you got feeding tube, breathing tube, you're on a respirator, all that stuff. She's just hanging uh, out. A coma is just
1: like a nice nap.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're awake. Like, there's no like, oh, my God, you're not in a coma anymore. Just like, how are you doing, honey? Like, you seem really chill about her being in a coma when you left and her being awake
1: now. And And that is one of those things, like, well, like you said, why is she not at the hospital initially? Surely she could have found someone at the hospital to choke her out. What
0: made her go to... You know, that's always my second option. If I can't find anybody at the truck stop, I go to the hospital. hospital and listen, you to choke that? me? <laughs> Say no <laughs> so, more, <yeah>. buddy. I- <laughs> and yeah, this is where we discover, because... Oh no, she hasn't gone to the other side yet no. cuz it's still her daughter and her daughter's like, yeah. "Who's that guy?" And there's Joe, Joe. What was his last name? Majors. Joe Majors. Joe Majors. That's
1: the tipper later. Yeah.
0: Oh crap, spoiler alert. I ruined it. <laughs> this movie ruined Don't watch itself. the movie. <laughs> and uh she starts to slip back. She's like, and this is where you get the idea that um she has gone to the other side where all the other lost mm-hmm. souls are she's like, "I don't know where I went, but I don't want to go back." Boop, 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 boop. And then Julie's like, oh, damn it, we got to go to the stairwell. And you got to, this is where she's like, you got to choke me.
1: Yeah. And I don't know, is that how comas work? You just in and out of a coma like that? And you're
0: like, well, I've brought it up on the show a few times. There's that old show, The Odyssey, from like way back. Did you ever watch it? No. It was on CBC, after school show about a kid who was in a coma for like five seasons and he lived a whole other life in the coma. And that's where Ryan Reynolds got his acting start. Oh, really? Ryan Reynolds was the military villain in the coma.
1: This sounds like it sounds vaguely familiar. I yeah, may called, have watched it, but it's called yeah. the
0: Odyssey. It's worth. I'll 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 uh, I'll show you the intro after. Okay. Yeah, like, it was all like VHS effects kind of thing. It was it. it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. This it is was ahead this, of its time.
1: Yeah, well, the, exactly ahead <laughs> of its time because it's like VHS effects in this movie as well. There was some uh there was some
0: pretty poor. I couldn't find the budget for this movie, but I found that it made $146,000 total. But I looked everywhere for the budget and couldn't find it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And I'm sure the budget was... That was something like... I wonder how a movie like this gets made, and I think it's probably mostly German and UAE money. Like, Mm -hmm. someone goes, and they put together the movie, and they're like, I've got the budget, I've got all this stuff, can I get $6 million? to Make this movie, and everyone's like, No, and then you go, I got Nicolas cage. You're like, Okay, here's
0: your six million. Here's your money, yeah. Doesn't matter what the movie is. Man, yeah, because this, like, I feel like this one, she maybe paid for it herself. Like maybe she had yeah, family money or something. Exactly. She's like, Listen, I want to make a movie. Okay, here, honey, take the money. It's awful, just don't tell her. So now she gets choked in the stairwell, goes to the other side, and we get a glimpse of or we so- hear Yeah, this was a confusing other world because it was mm. just a a uh, hospital room with her, the the, the daughter Billy, mm-hmm. and Nicolas Cage's wife and daughter.
1: Yeah, Their but I couldn't <laughs> tell the two women apart. Like Nicolas Cage's, I didn't understand when I first watched it that I was like that lady at the door. Like I was like, the wife's there, but they picked. Which I'm like, I you need to do that for me. Yeah, <laughs> not pick to You know, hundred and twenty. Five pound blonde ladies who like look extraordinarily like they both tried out for the roles like and they just went okay you can be Billy and you can be the wife and I'm Nobody like they look too know. much like get, put a fucking black haired wig on the wife or something like do something different
0: see and this is where you know it was directed by a woman because she's like everybody will get it <laughs> listen You're like, no we won't no,
1: no you gotta be really explicit
0: make them Different. <laughs> Give, right. make one blonde, one a brunette. Yeah. At least we'll know that difference. Because I, I didn't think that was her either, standing yeah. by the door. I thought it was Billy,
1: and that's what, and that's exactly what I thought as well. Until I watched it uh, this morning, and then I was like, and I had to, <laughs> I had to be like, what happened? I don't understand <laughs> what went on. And I got, I got to do this podcast, and that was the, uh, and that's where it was like, okay, it's clear, but just not clear enough on a first watch. Should have just made her whatever. Made her 900 pounds, put her in no, a wheelchair. I'd be I, like, that would have been great.
0: I made a comment way down the road here. said, what did his wife look like, fat? Question mark. Yeah. And then I, I'm like, no, oh, hot. Because, yeah. you know, if she was fat. And then she got put in a body of a smoking hot 18-year-old. You're like, yeah, He's yeah. like, of course he's going to. like, <laughs> like, like oh, well, you know, I think I, I don't know about should.
1: And that's what they made very clear. She is 18. She is definitely eighteen. 18. She's 18. The actress is 29, but she's definitely 18. Yeah, because that was the other thing, too. You knew when she came back the first time, it was the daughter. She'd know who Joe was. And then when she came back the second time, uh, she was a, a fucking creep.
0: And we knew it was her because in the little flash to the soul world there, well, she's laying down all these... Well, you knew it was her. I, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> well, the okay, the only reason that I knew was because... They were. she was delivering lines like, I don't do that well on my own, Joe. Mm-hmm. And why do you always leave me alone? And I'm, I don't know if she was saying Joe or not, but I'm just mm-hmm. putting that in there. And then when she comes back in Billy's body, she's like, no, don't leave me alone. I don't do that well on my own. Why do you always, like, she's saying those, repeating those lines that were in that little flash to the soul land. So I was like, oh, okay, so this is obviously the wife now. And she's looking at him with, like, the doe eyes, like, no, just let me look at you. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's it's totally the wife.
1: I'm glad you got that because I was I was sitting there going like something's up.
0: I'm not sure what is she a, is she a demon now? Like what's going on? They could have added some music to make it eerie. So they're like yeah. oh, okay something's something's different here. Because uh, this one I was really paying attention to because I ate a weed brownie. I'm not smoking weed. I'm just eating it. Yeah, oh, a weed healthy choice. So I was like really hella focused. <laughs> like this is hilarious. This is terrible. <laughs> Yeah, so I caught that. So I was like, okay, now the old switcheroo's been pulled. And this is like 13 minutes into the movie. Like, it happens. Everything happens very fast. Which is... I like that. I do like that in in movies.
1: And now, like, everything's got to be off the hop. Because if you watch anything from, you know, 40 or 50 or 60 years ago, it's very slow. And there still could be can be really good, but now everything happens quickly. Mm-hmm. But when it happens super quickly and in a very unconvincing <laughs> way, you're just like, whoa. Well, you miss a lot. Like
0: this this was the movie, this is a movie where you definitely had to pay attention because if you didn't, you, like you'd miss like the feet coming off the floor in mm-hmm. that stall shot. Or there's one point where we're coming up to like three days later. And I'm like, whoa, that was like yeah. two seconds. And then I was looking, but I'm like, had I been looking down, making notes, I would have missed that completely. And would have went, what,
1: what happened? Yeah, now they're did... bringing her home from the hospital.
0: And... How did the, how we get here? <laughs> Um. Oh, I, I want to make a comment about this Julie, this mom, because listen, your kids are going to have friends. They're not all going to be mm-hmm. A-plus friends. These two, these two other guys that ride motorcycles with Billy show up. And they're like, hey, we, like, they look distraught mm-hmm. and sad and like heartbroken that their friend is in the hospital. And they're like, hey, Mrs. Whatever. We just came to see how Billy's doing. She's like, she's in the hospital. How do you think she's doing, moron? I'm like, whoa, lady. <laughs> And so she just basically pinned the blame on these two. I'm like, your, your daughter has a mind of her own. You bought her a motorcycle, I, I, or I don't know where she got the motorcycle from. That's and, another question. Where'd and they the were,
1: motorcycle? yeah, mom bought her the motors for Christmas. She's like, you're <laughs> gonna ride it? Oh my god!
0: How dare you?
1: <laughs> but those two buddies, yeah, because initially she tells them to get lost. Uh, one of the one of the buddies, um, the really dopey looking one, is uh, so dumb. Is Hopper Pen. So is uh is Sean Penn's kid? Oh really? Yeah, which is which is bonkers. So I was like, And that, you know, you're like, how do you get into movies? You're like, make sure your dad's a famous
0: movie actor. <laughs> it's a little bit of uh, nepotism there, <laughs> yeah. I guess. He's totally Spicoli in this. Oh, thing.
1: absolutely. Just like, yeah, he this later on doing just bong rips. Like you're a natural.
0: <laughs> I loved the um uh, like oh she, she's rolling with the bad crowd. Oh yeah, totally, dude. She's talking about us. What? Yeah. Really? (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) So now... Wait. No, no, that's it. That's all I had.
1: Just hopper pen. Yeah, and this...
0: I actually made... I'm like, is his wife in the daughter's body? Question mark. And yes, we figured that out.
1: But after... Before they pick her up, like, I thought for a while, too... This is where I got confused. I was like, I don't know, because he was sort of having premonitions. Like, there was flash-forwards from him... When they did some hardcore fucking on the... Coffee on the... and banging.
0: Yes. <laughs> well, she asked, she's like, you want to come in for a cup of coffee? And he's like, hmm.
1: Yeah. And he's like, well, yeah, why not? And come in and and just very like um, pretty graphic sex scene, I guess, for like for a fairly straight laced, uh, you know, run a, like a mainstream movie. Well, I was
0: not expecting that because no. I didn't really dig into what this movie was about. I knew it had an R rating. I saw that. I was like, oh, it's rated R. Okay. And then when I dug into IMDb after this scene, I was like, okay. oh, if you look at the, there's a little rating system. It's like rated R, uh, sex and nudity, severe, oh. violence and gore, that gets moderate. A, like, I'm like, Like, let Yeah. I'm, like, in. Let's, I'm reading comments from people <laughs> and they're like, I veered away from this movie when I realized it was mm-hmm. all about sex. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, come on. This This, to me, was a movie. Okay. Remember when you were a kid? And you, in the movie collection, you'd always have, like, there'd be that one VHS tape from, like, 1986, yeah. where it's just a, basically a skin movie. It's like yeah. like, like movie, what was that? Uh, Nine and a half weeks. Something like that, where, you know, you'd find those parts, and they'd be all worn out, because you were be oh, rewinding yeah. it and playing it again. And like, you may, never wanted to watch it with your parents. Like, what's going on with this tape? Like, I, don't know, I don't know. It's weird. That's a guaranteed
1: that's selling <laughs> point when you're a kid, when you're like, wait, that's what you look for. You're like, oh, is there is it mature rating, and is there boobs in it? That's all you're like. I and like as an eleven-year-old kid, you're like, should I should I watch this uh, subtle movie about this intense romance between a a man and a woman? And it's and you're like, is there boobs in it?
0: Yep. <laughs> you're like, I'm watching this. <laughs> yeah. So I saw somebody's like, oh, I've veered away from it. I'm like, well, I'm in now, hundred percent. You got me. Uh yeah, so I was not expecting. You're that. You're like an
1: eleven-year-old boy still, pretty much. I am too. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we don't grow up. <laughs>
0: I read something the other day. It said the the creative adult is the kid that survived. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like totally, boobs. <laughs> <I> like that. Boobs, <laughs> <laughs> there's skin in this. I, I want to see it. Uh, so yeah, three days later, they bring the daughter home and they they put her in bed. And he's like, uh, well, I gotta get out here. I gotta get the load to Biloxi. I don't know how many times he said get the load to Biloxi, but I was like,
1: is I, Biloxi that was the name of the mom?
0: Oh no, she's here <laughs> all week, folks. <laughs> You <laughs> got to get the load in Biloxi, <laughs> and then yeah, I'm like, you got to get it there still. You're a terrible truck driver. Oh yeah,
1: like, three wh- three days later, you're like, I don't. Aren't you guys supposed to be ripping speed and making cross country trips in 16 hours?
0: Because he had said before, he's like, I, I can't pay you. You know, truck driving's real slow right now. Mm-hmm. Then he's like, I can stay at the hospital and keep an eye on her. Uh, but I and I can get to Biloxi by tomorrow at noon if I stay for a couple hours. Mm. I'm like you're not even that far away from Biloxi, dude. <laughs> Go take the load there and then come back. Like that's that would that would work.
1: I like I would like to there's a beautiful like there's moments in this movie though that I was like that I was like Cage is making amazing choices. Like when the mom this is the red flag moment, mom's sitting down there at the she's got all the pills, and he's like, oh, I don't know how you're gonna get keep track of all those pills. And he looks at the bottle and he gives her a hug, gives her some loving parenting advice. You're a great parent. And as they're hugging, he like takes the medicine, who knows what it That's is, what in some red bottle. And he's drinking it just over her shoulder. I was like, so, so hilarious.
0: My guess on that, because yeah, I thought that, I was like, was he drinking cough syrup? Yeah. I remember a friend of mine... <clears throat> 15 years ago was living in Medicine Hat and he had like a sore throat. Mm-hmm. And his doctor prescribed him codeine laced cough medicine. Mm-hmm. And he brings it home. And like after a day or, day or two, he's like, he's like, man, this shit is strong. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can I have some? <laughs> he's like <laughs> bottoms up. Swing it out of the bottle. Twenty minutes later, I'm like, just brrr. holy. So great. Apparently they they get that, like in the States it's a big thing. I think they call it scissor. No, they call it lean. Yeah, yeah. Shots of codeine laced cough medicine.
1: Oh, you could throw that couple Jolly Ranchers in the bottom of your cup and just pure sugar. You can still hot him. hot tip, you can still get uh, <laughs> The codeine cough syrup now, but they keep it behind the counter. And uh, I mean, this is not, was this like home RX? But I'm like, but it is a great cough suppressant. So if you are sick, not with COVID, get the vaccine. But if you are sick and you need a cough suppressant, codeine does the trick. And it
0: just gets you mangled. And if you yeah, throw some Jolly Ranchers in there, oh. boom. Watch Star Wars or Lord of the Rings, you're good. So this is where... Uh. Oh, yeah. So he goes to, goes to talk to his boss. His boss is like, I'm paying you minus the late oh, fees. Oh, yeah. This, in the trivia, there's only like five bits of trivia for this movie. But one of the bits of trivia was the boss, the actor that played mm-hmm. the boss, ad-libbed the line, you've been a boil on my ass this whole time. I'm like, why, like why, why is that trivia worthy?
1: I think that's, that's trivia worthy. That was probably that guy's greatest um, moment. I'm sure after that line was improvised and Cage was probably like, that was great.
0: That was and awesome. Just, High five. That's him. on his demo reel. <laughs>
1: That's totally. been a boil on my ass.
0: Between Worlds, 2018.
1: Is that how you know? So there was five pieces of trivia for this movie, which leads me to believe it seems like the bigger a movie, the more of a cult following, or the more like the the longer the trivia list gets. So if you want to find out, if you look at a trivia list and there's less than ten items on it, you could pretty much be assured it's a garbage movie.
0: Well, you know what this movie got review wise from like the old Rotten Tomatoes: Mm -hmm. thirty-two from the critics, eighty-two from the viewers. Because I'm looking at it this way, there were points where I was laughing out loud Mm -hmm. at this movie. Like seriously, I sent you that little that little snap of the later on the dude with the gun. Yes, that that writing is just fantastic. Oh, fantastically terrible. (laughs) It's it's so bad. I'm gonna bust it out later. yeah, the trivia isn't even like it wasn't even worthy to write down the other five mm-hmm. because it was just it's forgettable. It was like nonsense stuff. I can't even
1: remember what it was. Yeah, there are because that's a that's there's shining pearls in this movie. Like you could you could put together a great like sizzle reel, I think, for the movie and just clip beautiful moments and it would be about two and a half minutes long and the rest of the <laughs> 93 minutes is trash. It's just but, all the sexy. <laughs> so Read to me
0: from memories, Joe.
1: Oh, <laughs> so good. Like that stuff, I'm just like, <clears throat> I have to rewind. Whatever, we'll talk about it when we get there, because that needs a little unpacking.
0: So he gets paid $18.68, gets a 20, gets told to keep the change. Buddy comes in, he goes, Joe, Joe, <sighs> just Joe, like they're taking to- your truck. Oh, yeah, nice little callback to that's keep right. the change. Like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> so clever. Yeah, comes outside, Buddy's, Towing his truck, uh, this this was... So the guy towing his truck brought a sidekick. Mm-hmm. The sidekick was useless. Yeah. So Nicholas Cage comes walking up to him and just grabs him by the shirt collar and is like, you're not taking my truck. And the sidekick just stands there the whole time with his hands mm-hmm. behind his back. And the guy goes, whoa, 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 hold on, bro. This is the part where I would normally tell you not to touch me because you're going to be sorry. And then my sidekick smashed your face so hard that we got to find your teeth on the ground yeah. or something like that. And I'm like, well, why... Why isn't he doing that? Yeah, he just manhandled you, and your sidekick did nothing. He
1: should be telling that sidekick, like,
0: "Whoa, whoa, do your fucking <laughs> yeah. job! He's t- kicked my ass. What are you doing, man? He's <laughs> supposed to hit him." So that that like even that, I'm like, this there's there's no stakes here in this no. scene. No, and also the the
1: sidekick was like appeared to be might have been the camera angle, but was like smaller than the guy who was getting assaulted. <laughs> I was like, he's not like the sidekick's not six seven, some huge brute. He's just like an average-looking dude for moral support, I guess. That's right.
0: And this is where Nicholas Cage. You can't take my truck. A man without a truck isn't a man. I guess we're not men. No, you and I. No, uh, I don't have a truck. <laughs> I do not even own a bicycle. I drive a sedan, a four-door sedan. <laughs> Sensible it is. The mileage is great, but I'm getting real tired of paying seventy dollars to fill it up these days. It used to be like forty-five. That was back in the dollar eighteen days.
1: See, that's why I, I look now. I just want to get plastic bags. Whenever I drop down, drive up island, go to Mill Bay, I'm just like, I just fill get up a garbage bag with gasoline and just be like, tie it up and be
0: like, hopefully that's going to hold. Do you watch <laughs> It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia ever? No, I have watched it. I have watched it, though. It's good. Remind me of that scene where that one episode where they're filling up garbage cans in the back of the van oh, no lids. <laughs> so good. So she calls him or he calls her. And she's like, you can stay here with us. And he's like, that would be a, a, a big help. And uh, I think in the midst of this as well, I said, this mom is terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, because the other two guys, the, the the two friends visit. And this is where she's like, my daughter fell in with the wrong crowd. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, it's terrible. And he's like, dude, he's talking, talking she's about talking about <laughs> us. He's <laughs> like, oh, what? She fell in with the wrong crowd. A bunch of assholes. She means us,
1: Rick.
0: Oh, really? Okay, bro. No way. And then she's like, She's like, can we see her? And she's like, Phew. yeah. Not takes takes their <laughs> weed. Two big bags of weed, like probably a good half ounce in those two yeah. bags.
1: I was thinking that's good call. I was like, it
0: looked like two quarters to me. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking we yeah. know our weed. And she's like, yeah. Now you can visit her. Not while she's on real drugs. I'm like, wow. Okay, she's kind of cool. <laughs> I would have been asking for that weed back on the way out though.
1: I also think too is like, is that? Do you normally just walk with with two bags of weed just sticking out of your top? Pocket like that is that not in you, a
0: in a position where they could be pulled right yeah. out like that. They're in the cargo pants at least. Excuse me. Oh, excellent! That was a good one. But I did like <laughs> she
1: also had to, this is where she starts to sort of think something's up with her daughter, like having some kind of talk with, like, oh, you're not really yourself anymore. But they that part the mom took took a, took long enough for the mom to figure out. I think that was like, she was a little slow on the uptake. She was really slow. I mean, almost take. as slow as me.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, hold on <clears throat> before we get way too far. It was flashback to the hospital real quick. After she does the, go to the other side, get her daughter back. Mm-hmm. We do meet that nurse. Who's like, you did a great job. Keep an eye on yeah, her. Yeah. She's not herself. And I'm like, even right there, you're like, she's telling you she's not herself. Yeah. She's not the same person she was five minutes ago. How'd she say like, you did a good job. Did she, <laughs> does this nurse know no, that she has yeah. this magic power?
1: Well, the nurse saw her. That was one of the things. Uh, they, like, my wife had said, she goes, oh, well, because I had missed you that part. You made your part. wife watch this. I know. Well, she didn't watch the whole thing. At oh, one point, she was just like, I'm fucking out. That's I fair. Can't, I, I can't wanted do to this. do the same thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're,
1: like, you're like,
0: shit, I'm going have to do this.
1: Um, but I do, I, yeah, she goes, oh, no, the, the nurse, because, of course, she's a mystical nurse, <laughs> Uh, Or whatever And she saw her in the room So when she was in the room as a spirit The nurse could sense her presence or knew she was in there So she's like, oh, yeah, I see you uh, You are a spirit soul traveler, too (laughs)
0: You're one of those, huh? I've seen you before Good work, come
1: on Yeah, and good work, but not good work Because your daughter's possessed now (laughs)
0: So yeah, she's making these two out to be like horrid little boys. Yeah, I'm like, they just ride motorcycles. They're not murderers.
1: And they did Easy. seem, he's like, no one can keep up with Billy. It's like your daughter is an amazing motorbike and, rider, whatever that means. And she's
0: a horrible influence on the two of us. Yeah, Just, just so you know, lady. Is that Julie. what he said? Did he say No, no, that? no. That's, that's what he should that's have what said, you, though. That's what I was saying like, out loud. I'm like... Then she's the worst one.
1: She's the one driving them to do dangerous stuff. Like, you can't keep up, you pussies, and, like, (laughs) ride away on her bike. And they're like, oh, man, she's going to get
0: hurt. We don't want to zigzag through traffic. (laughs) Yeah,
1: because they don't seem like, and that's there's not enough backstory for those guys necessarily. They just don't seem like badasses. They just seem like kind of like generally nice guys, nice kids. Well,
0: the one guy deals
1: pot, she says. He's a pot. He's a pot dealer. I'm like, oh, God. Which is not horrible at all. In fact, that's a bonus. You just got some free weed, lady. You pulled it right out of his pocket.
0: Well, and what uh, what state did we say they're in? Alabama. Is it legal in Alabama? I want to look that up. It might
1: be. There's a, what I is it? Know. There's probably forty seven states that it's, it's legal in, and there's three that that it's that you'll.
0: Alabama seems like the kind of place where it's still illegal. Yeah, you yeah, but you
1: get talk. oxy. You just walk in. You're like, ooh, skinned my knee, and they're like, "There's some oxy for you." Some codeine laced uh, cough medicine. <laughs> right. uh, you
0: sound kind of raspy, there, friend. Totally.
1: I'd like some <laughs> marijuana. Hang them.
0: <laughs> get down on the ground. Uh, so yeah, then she keeps. So the kids go and visit her. Blah blah blah. And like, you don't remember anything. I was expecting her to seduce the two of them, mm-hmm. and it was going to be because, like, when I read this, was all a sex movie. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, tag team. Come on, threesome. Nope. And then it's uh the next scene is them smoking the stolen weed. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you kept it. You're evil. And I made a comment to myself that Nick Cage's stoned laugh Yeah. was ridiculous. What? Can it you was, do an impression it of was, it? It was uh let's hear it. It was really <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: That's pretty good, because they, they do make, uh, in movies, they kind of make being stoned like you've, like you've lost your mind on 20 hits Yo, of acid.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, It's so ridiculous. Nobody gets, like, you get high like that your first time, Yeah, first couple then times. Then you're
1: chasing that for the rest of your life.
0: Basically, yeah. <laughs> till you smoke California weed and black out on the condo floor. I did that. Oh, that sounds great. Pinhole vision, man. I could barely see anything. I had to lay on the floor for like 10 minutes just just going, what the fuck? Ah!" Just completely green out? I hadn't, yeah. I hadn't smoked weed for two weeks. I was up north. And then my buddy and I met in San Diego for my my Mm -hmm. week off. And we got some, I managed to get a weed card. I did an interview with a a doctor over Skype, which was hilarious. he was just sitting in his living room like, hey, man, what can (laughs) I do for you? I'm like, you're a doctor? All right, cool. So I told him my whole story, and he's like, well, you're a good candidate for medical marijuana, man. So they gave me the email, and then they sent me my card before I left. It was hilarious. I had a legal medical license for a year in California. But we ordered some weed, and we got some super strong Gorilla Glue Indica. And like, man, halfway through the joint, I was like, fuck, I'm feeling this already. Finished the joint, and I lit up a... I was still smoking at the time. Mm -hmm. Lit up a cigarette, and like, a minute later, I was like, holy shit. We're, We're talking to this dude in the parking lot, and I'm looking at Tyler like... Hey, I'm going to have to go. lay <laughs> down for a second. And this guy's like, oh, shit, I got on top of you, did it? I'm like, man, Frank, it's a pleasure meeting you. It's been, uh, right, I got to go. By the time I got to the end of the fence, like, walked back to the condo, I, like, pinhole vision. Like, all I hear is, warp, 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 warp. I'm like, dude, just get me inside. I, like, hanging off the door, I just laid down on the floor and just, like, holy, sweating. Ten minutes later, I was like, okay. I can get up now. It was crazy. That's awful. That's why I, I can't smoke weed
1: anymore because anytime it feels like it feels like that's going to come rolling down. I haven't been that high since high school.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that, I hadn't been like, that high since the first time I actually got high from weed. It took me like seven times smoking before I got high. Yeah. And I remember the first time like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom, like over the toilet, like almost throwing up then laying on the bathroom yeah. floor then eventually getting up and going like, this is what weed is? I yeah. don't know if I like this. <laughs> And now, it's, it is
1: funny because that first, yeah, the first few times you smoke it, nothing happens. And you're like, I think I'm, am I high? This is, I think I am. And then when you actually get high for the first time, you're
0: like, whoa, <laughs> this is what, I'm hot. Terrifying. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I think California, they're making that weed. They're just trying to kill people. Yeah.
1: Oh. I go in, if I do, I have gone in and looked for weed. I'm like- what do you have that has the most highest CBD relaxation and the lowest, like, I want, like, I want, like, 2% THC. Relaxation
0: and no psychoactivity. Yes, yeah, totally. So we're 41 minutes into this movie, and this is where Billy starts to (laughs) seduce Joe. And... Can we
1: also, when she comes home... They, after they're smoking weed, they go to, she goes, no, you can't. I don't date anyone while well, my daughter's here. Oh, yeah. And then he starts pulling his clothes off. Then they're fucking. Oh, I like to sleep
0: in the nude. That's
1: right. <laughs> they're fucking on the couch. And Billy is just watching them from behind the, there's lots <laughs> of Billy. There's lots of psycho shots of Billy just doing crazy stuff. Who's actually, <laughs> I guess, Jeff, Mary, Jeff knew immediately. Mary. Mary. Is Mary. Is, Mary. Is,
0: and she's not, not like she's like around the corner. She's full on in the doorway. Yeah. Like shoulders Just. square to them. <laughs> None of them, neither of them see her. I'm like, oh, is she asleep? And like, no, she's standing right there, eight feet away from you, idiots. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they bang. And then she starts seducing. So how does she start seducing them though? Well they go oh, out. Oh, they oh, they go
1: out to the truck. They're working on the truck the next day. Um, and then Cage, she's wandering around the house looking uh looking pretty hot actually. Oh brawless
0: braless, um, braless yeah. just a
1: pair of panties on. I was like that was <laughs> that role required a lot of skill. Deal. Um and then that and then Cage comes back in and has a couple of just great lines I thought fantastic I gotta go train the main fan. <laughs> and he and he Written walks by a woman guys. <laughs> and walks by uh Billy is is naked in front of the mirror, uh holding up some yeah, lingerie trying on a dress like this. And he walks by and looks and <clears throat> and uh, and then quickly scuttles to the <laughs> washroom and scuttles back. She's and and um Julie, that was the other great line. She's uh she goes, uh Would you like a beer? Goes,
0: uh does the tin man have a sheet metal cock? Which made me think, like, is this woman uh, wrote this Canadian? Because that's like a line from Trailer Park Boys. Oh, I've never... Bubbles, you want to smoke some weed? Does a tin man have a sheet metal cock? I
1: had to, I had to write that down. I was
0: like, that is great. It, well, it, was, it was a classic line. Yeah, so it's here. This is where she starts to do them. They're sitting, sitting on the couch, and it's like, hand on the leg, then hand up the leg. And it's like, damn. She's like, oh, d- uh, Billy, can you come help me with dinner? No, I'm sick. He's going to sit here for a while. And then she gives him a hand job under the blanket. Yeah. He does not protest at all, <clears throat> which which is where I made the comment, <laughs> what did his wife look like? Because like yeah. he's put it together that this – he's kind of onto it that it's not Billy because he has yeah. said, like, oh, maybe she got hit on the head. Maybe it's t- she thinks she's someone she, else because she's really into me. Yeah. She thinks that, that we, he's told we go her that, way back.
1: Yeah, he's told her at that point. Like That's what He knows she's, she's crazy. Yeah, and she's like, Oh, that, that can't be. Whatever. That is a hilarious scene because he looks so uncomfortable. Oh, and yeah. she's behind. What was she making for
0: dinner? It looked like a small dog. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's what I, I wrote. <laughs> was it a dog, cat,
0: or rabbit? I wasn't sure. <laughs> it didn't look like a pig. And she, we only saw a quick shot of it. I was like, What is, what is that? It looked like a dog. And it was
1: a very, well, you go, it's Alabama, um, you know, it's a very, very poverty ridden state.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe they need to the go out jog. and
1: wrang some cats in. You're like, we're, we're eating well tonight. But that well, was a very, that was, there's a couple scenes. That was one of them was hilarious because he's just looking super nervous on the couch. And then, and the, she's like, he's like, uh, uh,
0: I could come help. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, no it's no, fine. fine. Yeah. Well, what'd you ask for help for then? Oh, he's wanted to bond mm-hmm. with your daughter. I get it. Parents. <laughs> And then uh, he's fixing the bike. Mm-hmm. He's fixing the bike in the next scene. And this is where the daughter, well, the Mary and Julie are talking. And she's basically mm-hmm. telling her, like, oh, your husband left you, blah, blah, blah. I remember everything. I'm like, how do you remember everything? But then she was listening to Billy in the soul room or whatever it was. I don't yeah. Know, in, in the in soul world? Purgatory, <laughs> That's what... In purgatory? <clears throat> yeah. So she got all the information from there. And how many? Oh, I just wrote this down. How many wristbands was Nicolas Cage wearing? I didn't notice at first. That I was didn't like notice he was wearing, any. It was almost oh man, he was wearing like on one hand he had like six wristbands. Like it looked like he was straight out of Vancouver Island. Oh, that's great. Just hippied right up. I was like, oh, didn't notice those at first. So I'm thinking he maybe just added them in at some point. Because
1: his his costume, I think, all came from Nicolas Cage's wardrobe. Because it was his personal clothes. Some of it was like the hat that he's wearing in the beginning. It says uh, Turkey and the Wolf. <laughs> And I was like, that has to be symbolic of something to do with the movie. And then I looked it up. I was like, oh, Turkey and the Wolf is just a New Orleans very famous diner where Nicolas Cage lives in New Orleans. Ah. So I was like, oh. So I feel like he just turned up on set and was like, I've got all these great
0: clothes (laughs) for the character. And They're like, sure, just wear it. it's, it's Nicholas Cage. Let him wear whatever he wants. He, we don't want him to walk. Well, ninety
1: percent well, of your budget is going to pay for Nicholas Cage, so it is a Nicholas Cage movie. So whatever Nick wants to do, <laughs> Nick's gonna do. I want to know how much this movie <laughs> cost. I, I tried two. to I tried to follow um, the director on Instagram, but she has no uh, Instagram profile because mm. I was like, oh, I was gonna f- see if she wanted to. Skype in for this for this <laughs> complete slandering of her
0: movie. <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, I know. It's awful. You guys are... She's like, yeah, I got some more points for you. So he tells the fire story now. So we get a little backstory about his mm-hmm. family, and uh, I guess his wife was smoking in bed when he was gone on a three-day run to t- take the stuff to Biloxi. <laughs> and yeah, she uh, dropped a cigarette in bed and lit the whole place on fire, burned her and her daughter. It's pretty tragic, actually. Yeah. Yes. And... R.I.P. And then he <laughs> mentions that uh, <clears throat> he can't get his personal effects back from his truck unless he pays $500, which is like a photo of him and his wife and daughter, a necklace, a wedding ring, mm-hmm. and like a couple of went,
1: <laughs> Wedding ring? I was like, no, this is a wedding ring. <laughs> <This> is- <laughs> Ooh, fuck you. <laughs> uh,
0: so she goes and pays the 500 bucks, And while she's gone, mm-hmm. this is where Billy is like, I'm your that, wife. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Because, she, yeah, she's laying out all sorts of information that he is like, what? Calls and him.
1: That was the majors. majors yeah. says,
0: Yeah. Cause Cause oh, this is on, like the, the, why you
1: always leave me majors? Don't call me that. And then he says, oh, what about our... The daughter's name was Sarah. Like, just keeps yeah. dropping a bunch of stuff that there's no I way she could have known name. it. Totally. And so, that's what convinces him that he should
0: fuck her right there. Oh, and, they <laughs> and they do. And they do. And he is... So awkward when Julie gets back. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, oh, nothing nothing happened. Nothing happened at all. Uh, oh, where's Billy? Oh, I, I think she's sleeping. Oh, I'm not sure. You oh, won't even is look it, her in the eye.
1: At that moment, you're like, she had to have known. Like, she knew something. Because she goes, is that soon after that scene that she goes and visits the the mystical nurse again. It's
0: coming here pretty close because yeah. oh yeah, yeah. My next note. Oh she has a dream first. She has this creepy dream oh, that right. he's like soaking her with the hose on the motorcycle. That was actually pretty funny.
1: That was brilliant. There's a couple, yeah, that's one of one moment that I was like where I was like, that's one of those great moments. You're like, this is what the whole movie should have
0: been. <laughs> Just a fever dream. <laughs> it, seemed, it probably was. Uh, Because I thought this was real. I'm like, whoa, he's just hamming it up with his daughter here. What is going on? Oh, she's sleeping. Okay. And then, yeah, she goes to see the voodoo nurse again on her break. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no phone call. There's no, hey, I need to see you. There's no connection of why they know each other. This is one of those scenes where I was like, how did did she get here?
1: She's smoking in the thing and just on the window come on in. and she's like
0: oh hey smoking in the car there's no smoke <laughs> in the car I'm like mm, I used to smoke in the car it's disgusting there's, that should be that's this, right like <laughs> hot box in there <laughs> and then we get a sex montage which was
1: amazing was that great. was that was the one I was watching this about 7 o'clock at night in my house so there's still lots of uh, kids running around <laughs> and things like that and I was like turn the volume turn down, the volume down. <laughs> I was like Ooh. don't come in here don't come in here <laughs> But it was, uh, and it, how long did you? It had to have been almost as long as the frozen lake.
0: Yeah, I'd say it was up to two three, and a half, three minutes. Now they what, were f- banging in different rooms, reading from the book of Memories, which who's which was written by, was it him, Nicolas Cage? Seriously? So that was the
1: most fucked up thing about. He starts reading an erotic novel called Memories as they're Actually they're fucking in the camp.
0: And when Cage. I looked
1: at it, yeah, and I was like, who's the author on that? And it says Memories. By Nicolas Cage, and he's reading it. Oh, I and did not see that. Yeah, it wow. is that was the most wild uh thing about it. I would, I had to actually rewind it, not just because they were uh having sex, but to be like, Is that what? Is that say? <laughs> and it's like, Yeah, and it's an erotic novel by Nicolas Cage. And I was like, Is this wow. a real thing? And it's not, it was just oh. done for the movie.
0: Oh, I, I to know, to read <laughs> it. Sorry, I, to... <laughs> I need to know, and then. Oh my goodness! So this is where she catches them. She catches them, and he's uh, like, "Oh, Julie, Julie, hang on!" He comes walking into the kitchen, and they yeah. focus on what I thought were his balls. What? what? <laughs> well, at first, I'm like, "Were those his? Were those his balls?" And then he follows her into into the other room, and they show it again, and I'm like, "Wait, no, it can't be," because they're like black and white. He's just wearing really oh, tiny yes. nut hugging yeah. undies, like really. Yeah. Man, like I, I thought it was like just I, banana
1: hammock, full on.
0: Yeah. Who I, that can't be comfortable? It just can't <laughs> be comfortable. Because what does just she like, say? She some pants.
1: She goes, "You're disgusting. You disgust me." And he's like, oh, "I don't know what made you say What? you have to be so mean? But why?" <laughs> but he's like, but he says almost naturally, like she's she catches them fucking. But she knows at this point that her daughter's not her daughter, and he's like, "But it's my wife is inhabiting your daughter, so like, I mean, it's not." What are you gonna do? It's not bad, it's not really your daughter. It's just, it's
0: just your daughter's body. <laughs> I mean, right. it's my wife's it's your daughter's hot body. <laughs> and at this point, uh, Mary comes in and just cracks Julie oh. in the head with a frying pan. She's everything like, we got to split,
1: everything ramps up super fast for the last 15
0: minutes of the movie. Yeah, it goes was little a little nuts. This was an hour and four minutes in where we see his what I thought were his balls. <laughs> you make your we- note, <laughs> time that yeah. And then we just cut. She's like, I know where we're going to go. Cut to the two pothead kids hanging out in their underwear. Yeah. Have you ever in your life just been chilling out in your underwear in the no. house? Me neither.
1: I I, I got to say, I do chill out a lot in the underwear at my house. But not like <laughs> not when I like, live with a bunch of dudes. Like, no one. We just you wear, get some jogging pants like a normal sweatpants, person. <laughs> sweatpants, shorts. Yeah. Those
0: are normal hanging out of the house attire. And
1: they had about... It was funny because it was like the set deck guy must have had fun because it was just beer cans and about a half dozen or 12 bongs just placed all over the... So like, many bongs. Do you
0: guys get it yet? These guys are stoners and they like the party. Do you, do you get... Their house looks like a uh, heroin den. It's <laughs> disgusting. So she shows up. She's like, oh, hey, guys, what's going on? Seems so weird. And then mm-hmm. they're so high. They don't even be like, oh, there's food in the fridge. Go ahead. And they're just zoned out. She opens the door, and Nick Cage busts in with a baseball bat, smashes the one kid, and then completely misses the other guy mm-hmm. from two feet away. And Buddy pulls out a gun, because most pot dealers have guns. Packing heat. Oh, this is
1: yeah. in Alabama, though, so I'm like...
0: Oh, it might be an open state. That's. I, mean, I should have looked it up, damn it. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, they get in a tussle, and he shoots the kid. And he's like, oh, no. Oh, he's dead.
1: Oh. I, did, I didn't understand what the motivation was for them to go. Like I, I knew at this point, Billy, oh, Mary is evil. They needed money. Okay. Cause she's so, like,
0: she's like, we got to split. We need money. Okay. I know where we're going to go because she f- somehow knows that these dudes have money. Yeah. And so why would she know where they lived? She doesn't, that's another one of those things where it's like, this doesn't make any sense at all. Right. You're just there. Like, you didn't get all that information from Billy in her coma when she was hanging out yeah. in, the, in the soul room.
1: And my boyfriend, he lives at yeah. uh, 1248 Oak Street.
0: <clears throat> uh, his friend deals weed, you know. <laughs> they have a ton, Lots of a, money. A ton, ton of cash. Most weed dealers have cash on hand, but still. Yeah, so they get there, shoot him. And he's like, okay, she's like, well, it was either him or you.
1: And it wasn't at all either nope. him or you. It was like, you didn't have, you probably just could have come in there, been mildly threatening, and they would have handed everything over. It's when you came in there swinging a bat like a fucking yeah. psycho that he's like,
0: shit. I mean, like, listen, you sell some weed and I don't know, maybe like scores a couple hundred bucks. We need a couple hundred <laughs> bucks. Yeah, of course. You're my friend. Here, take it. Now we cut to Julie and another just great piece of acting here. Uh, she's like on the phone with 911. Oh, 911, yes, my my daughter's missing. She's. Oh, never mind. She's here. And she's like, hangs up. I'm like, what? Yeah. Huh? I don't know if you can do that with 911. Can you? No. They have to investigate. Yeah, they they
1: send someone, they call you back immediately, and they send nine police cars to wherever the call came from.
0: Actually, funny story though. My co worker was over on the other side of like Mill Bay side, and his girlfriend's uh, mom. Like, I guess she, she coughs every now and then she has a narrow esophagus. So she started coughing at like dinner and, and she's like, I oh, don't know. She's fine. She's fine. And, like 30 seconds later, he goes, are you sure she's fine? She's choking. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, get the kids upstairs. Call 911. And he called 911 and he's like, he's upstairs. He comes running downstairs. He goes, I don't know your address. She's like, oh, she's fine now. Like, are we good? And he's, she's like, yeah, yeah, she's fine. She's fine. Cause she like gave her the Heimlich maneuver and got it out of there. And she's on the phone and going, apparently we're good now. And the cop's like. Uh, then one operator's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Are, are we Are we sure? We're is she, good? Is so, she?
1: Oh, yeah, we're good. There's nothing to do here.
0: Like, no, apparently, they're like, no, no, she's fine. Like, okay, because it's like Shawnigan Lake. So I think there's yeah. like one one ambulance kind of thing. They're like, all right, well, they say they're fine, so we're not going to worry about it. But it's hilarious. <laughs> uh,
1: someone starts joking, and you're like, just go. You're like, mom's got a narrow esophagus. Yeah, She'll be fine. It's a normal. This is, <laughs> she's just going to snake that
0: is, down. This is par for <laughs> the course. Just wash it down with some more food. I actually worked with a guy who his dad would like... Because, you know, when you take too big of a bite, you're like, oh, -oh, oh, this is how it ends. And you wash it down with a little water, and it usually works. I guess his dad would wash it down with more food. (laughs) I'm like,
1: just get in the fork and just start cramming like it's a musket in your front end. (laughs) (laughs) Ah,
0: No better feeling when that food gets dislodged. It goes down, you're like, oh, thank God. I'm not not dying today.
1: How embarrassing.
0: (laughs) You ever watched... uh, I Think You Should Leave on Netflix. Oh, dude. No, is it? Tim Robinson sketch comedy. Oh, yes. There's that, yeah. that one sketch where he's like, he's like, is that the famous dude? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, oh my God, and he eats a piece of steak and he starts choking. And he's like, dude, are you choking? And he's like, no, no. Oh, I'm yeah. Fine. And he chokes through the whole
1: scene because he's embarrassed. <laughs> and that's, that is a good, uh, that's a great joke. But that's how someone, I took a first aid course and they were like, anyone, they're like, true story is just everyone who dies of choking dies in the restaurant washroom because they get embarrassed. And they get up and they leave and they go to the washroom and then choke to death. Wow. <laughs> and and so they're like, if you see anyone choking, get up to go to the washroom. Like You need to follow that person immediately. This is, you're going to save someone's life.
0: That's a PSA right there. That's right. right. I, I had no idea. Good to know. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> okay, back to this movie anyway. Okay. So they kill this kid, <laughs> kill this kid, and then uh yeah. So she's on the phone. She's like, "No, no, my daughter's fine. She's here." And this is when Mike busts in with a gun, mm-hmm. gun, just like "Set the fuck down, sit down, bitch!" I'm like, "Why are you getting mad at the mom all of a sudden?" Like, yeah. "Why'd your daughter and, and your boyfriend break in and rob us?" She's like, "I don't know." Like, yeah, you know. And he's like, "No, I don't." And then like her reaction is just just terrible. Like, well, just... she's so. You can't listen, read any emotion off her. No, there's none. She's like, huh, listen, I'm going to tell you, but it's a crazy story. Tells him the whole stupid story. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Mary and Joe are going back to the house that burned down that mm-hmm. has, has apparently been rebuilt and, and nobody lives in.
1: But rebuild, but not rebuild because there's stuff still not there, but it's not burnt down. But
0: So it's almost like the house did and didn't burn down. Like maybe just the bedroom burnt. Right. And, but they didn't condemn it, they didn't destroy it. Just seems a little too weird. Yeah. Like, again, that's one of those things. Like, why isn't this explained?
1: Well, they had an abandoned house, and they're like, "I bet you we can shoot at this abandoned house for free without any permits. It's super cheap." That's why it's at night. They one there at night and
0: did it. Nobody knows they <laughs> are there. So they go there, and yeah. So Mike believes the whole story. I don't know why he would believe the story. It's and his pretty crazy.
1: His lines like and i think it's at this point that he's like uh, so so just using your daughter like just inside her like a hermit crab is that <laughs> i don't know
0: and then he's like okay well what do we do and this is where the mom's like well you have to choke me cut to the next scene yeah <laughs> like god god it's the third time she said that it's like this woman who wrote this is like oh, oh god, i like life the best cho- movie choked yeah i think this maria what's her face likes to be choked she's like i should write a movie about this and I don't know. So, this is where I started to think that, that Nicolas Cage was literally getting drunk for this mm-hmm. because he started to his words and everything was kind of rum. He's I'm very like, method. Sounds like Boomhauer. <laughs> 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 I'm looking at this picture here, man. Because like,
1: okay. he is not. Uh, they go back to the house. What is he? He sets up the stars for Says, oh, I would. And she's crazy at this point. Like completely bad shit crazy. Oh, yes. And uh, And yeah, he is. He's not understandable at all. When he sits next to her on the couch, just no.
0: (laughs) And this is where, again, how do they find them? Julie and Mike find this house, Mm -hmm. the house that they used to live in. I didn't even think of that. Of course. How did they find them? That was my first thought was, how the hell did you two find the house that these two strangers you don't know lived in years ago?
1: And and who knows where, like not in the same town, nine hours away. We have no idea. <laughs>
0: nope. No explanation at all. Ugh. And they show up there and this is where the best, my favorite line, this, I, I legit was sitting on the couch laughing my ass off. I rewound it four times. I recorded it and sent it to you. Yeah. They're sitting on the couch and Mary goes, what? Or what? And Joe goes, huh? I thought I heard something. And this is where Mike comes in and goes... That was your conscience, and it thinks you're a piece of shit. Fuck. It's your conscience, and it thinks you're a piece of shit. That's <laughs> right. I'm going to cut it in right here. It's so good. It's just gold. It just And I watched it on repeat. It just got funnier and funnier every time I saw I was like in tears it's laughing.
1: And it thinks it's, you're a piece
0: of shit. That's your conscience, and it thinks you're a piece of shit. And he's like, oh, man, he attacked me, dude. Or he followed me. I'm like, what?
1: <sighs> and I do, it does have a whole element of, uh, this is probably the the sort of final showdown point where I was like, it feels like community theater a little bit. Like <laughs> yes. it had a very community theater kind of vibe. Oh, yes. Like I was like, still like, if you went and saw this in your town, like if you went to Salmon Arm and you were like, oh great, I'm going to watch some theater. You'd be like, that was really good, you guys. But for a Hollywood movie, you're like,
0: oh, <laughs> I think you should the... do better. <laughs> Don't tell her how bad it is. <laughs> This is where the <laughs> wife Mary reveals that she actually killed their yeah. daughter. Didn't really explain why. No. Just well something something she's crazy
1: and she said, I don't do well without you, and I wanted oh. you to come home and find us. So I think her plan her psychotic plan was like to set the house on fire and he would come home. She would still be alive and then he would never leave her again. I don't know.
0: But like she didn't explain what day it was. Like he was gone for, th- he said he was gone for three days delivering the load and it could have been day one. Like he's not going to come yeah. back right away and, and see her.
1: And also did a very bad job of, of, uh, ensuring her own, sa- I mean, still horrible thing to do, but very bad job of ensuring her own safety.
0: And why burning? Burning is oh. so painful. Like that's oh. just gotta be agony as we find out here a little bit. That's right. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, now he's hearing dead people because he's hearing his daughter, mm-hmm. and he's like,
1: "Oh, he's lost it by this point. Sarah, he's so
0: Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, 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 baby, Sarah. Sarah, Like, whoa, Nick! He just like, goes full cage, pouring full, it on, oh, pouring it on, just like the gasoline right after oh.
1: this. So what? So what happened? What happened? Because does. Uh, Julie goes to attack Billy,
0: mm,
1: and Billy shoots Julie in the stomach um, to go to the other side? Is that why did Julie get shot in the stomach? As a result,
0: she goes to the other side. I don't think she meant to get shot. She maybe did. We don't know, because she dies. (laughs) And then how does she get... She basically she just goes to the other side, and all of a sudden, Mary's like, "No, you can't get me back here." And then Sarah's like, "You came back for me, mommy. You came back." And then it's like, "Wow." We cut back to the other scene, and there's Billy, like magically back in her body. Mom, mom, what's going on? Like, there's no, there's no strategy or method to how she no. does it. It's just random.
1: But it's one of those what? things. that's like it's like you know as the writer or as the person, you know, like, this is what has to happen. And it's like, how are we going to get there? It's like, Doesn't let's matter. not worry about it. Let's just make
0: that all happen. <laughs> like, what and, if, what if instead of Billy coming back into that body, it was like the spirit of some necrophiliac oh, murderer. And he's be. like, oh, hey, dead body.
1: Perfect. Or what if it was Hopper Penn? Cause he was hanging around his buddy and then he's like, dude,
0: yeah. yeah. What? What happened? I'm Billy. <laughs> oh, look at this! I got tits. <laughs> I got a vagina. Oh my God! That's what this movie this should is... be called: Between Two Vaginas. Because <laughs> basically, that it wasn't between worlds; it was between vaginas. <sighs> and then he's like, "Julie's dead. Billy's back." And then he just sets himself on fire. Yeah,
1: which was which was I had to say one of the coolest because he's got the the Jack in the Box. Mm-hmm. thing that his, I guess was his daughter's toy. We assume was his daughter's it toy. That, and It, it didn't burn. They're creepy as fuck. Dee, 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 dee. He's Sarah, Sarah. And there's a, Sarah! A, a A tub of gasoline there, not a tub, what? A, uh, a, j- a jerry can. A jerry can of gasoline. G- <laughs> <cotton. laughs> <They just, laughs> it's like, milk, get in your Put some cereal, gasoline man. on that milk. And oh, okay. just starts dumping it on it's himself, ridiculous. which is so. I thought it was a pretty great. I was I was all in at this point for the for, for the movie, and then he pulls out a cigarette,
0: lights it. What, like if if you're on fire, yeah, you, you're not. I think you're going to scream a little bit. Oh, even so, watching and the fire effects were bad. Like we're talking VHS
1: oh, yeah. um, Odyssey, Odyssey fire. Style. Yeah, this was like. But the fact he was so calm because even which this is horrific. But even that picture of that monk in Vietnam who set himself on fire to protest the Vietnam War. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I haven't haven't seen that. Well, it's just just a photograph, and it's a pretty impactful photograph because he's sitting in the lotus position, and he's completely engulfed in flames, and he's to protest the Vietnam War. Mm -hmm. And people are like, oh, how do you tolerate that? Like tons of meditation. You know, he's a dedicated monk. But even that cat, people are like, yeah, and you should have seen him you know, 20 seconds after that photo was taken and he's screaming in fucking agony because burning to death is the most no matter how much you meditate, is the most horrible thing in the world.
0: Dude, I spend some time like up on the up in Newton Heights burning like in the these woods. Like I'll mm-hmm. bring up dead stuff and I start set fires. And the other day I had a fire going like I was eight feet away from it, like trying to reach in and grab something I was like, ah <laughs> yes. oh, God, I felt like my hair was getting singed off. I was like, I couldn't imagine uh-huh. jumping into that. Oh no. 'Cause it's gonna take yeah. minutes. Like your insides have to boil and explode oh. before you die. It's not instant death, it's agony.
1: I can't even it's have you seen Fury? Uh with Brad yes. Pitt. Yes. Yeah. And there's that one scene in Fury which I which I had I had watched uh They they explode the tank, and the guy gets thrown off the tank. And even in that moment, he's on fire. It's like he could still probably be saved, but he manages to pull out his sidearm and kill himself because he's like, "Oh fuck this!"
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that would be my. But he's like, he's on fire and he's cold as ice at the same time. Like, takes the smoke. (laughs) I know. Puts
1: it out (laughs) on his chest. He's like, (laughs) Like, "Come on!" And Billy and uh, Billy and Mike run from the house. Uh, that,
0: that isn't catching on fire.
1: Yes. Uh, well, this is must it, be like a fireproof house. And that's you know, what. Service. And it's going to be there. Maybe they could just move in there later on. <laughs> they just sweep it up.
0: And like, well, nobody's living here. Who's going to sweep up the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the credits start to roll. But then we get a quick flashback to Joe shooting yeah. his dad. And, but hey, uh, uh, you. Had mentioned trigger discipline there on the last episode you were on, mm-hmm. on here with, and I was like, "Ha, huh, trigger discipline." He's not doesn't have his finger on the trigger. He's That's like, right. do it, punk, do it." And he's Phew. and then it fires. I'm like, mm, "His finger didn't even move." I don't understand. That was a useless scene.
1: What the fuck that scene was in there for? I thought we were going to get bloopers <laughs> when it when the credits rolled up, and I was like, "Oh, great, we're going to get five minutes of Nicolas Cage and the other actors bloopers. and bloopers." Instead, it was this weird scene. I was like. I don't. What was the
0: point of that? It was totally useless. It like it would have made more sense to give that give us that in the middle of the movie yeah. to give us a little bit of context for who Joe Majors is.
1: I feel like they just re- they there was some shit went awry in the editing room. Yeah, it um, bad. There was there was some. I did so like I the one thing I did like about this movie I would say is Nicolas Cage. I enjoyed his performance being Nicolas Cage so much. So there was this quote, I was like looking around, Googling Nicolas Cage and an interview in Collider magazine. He goes, he approaches, he approaches all his roles. Um, He's not an actor. He doesn't act anymore. He said, I don't like acting. I don't really act. I like to consider all the movies I'm in. I like to consider it as a, being a shamanic performance artist is something I aspire to. And I was like, that was, I was like, that explains
0: everything. (laughs) Well, 106 credits to his name. Yeah. He's just caging it up. And he's got, uh, oh, fuck.
1: He did say, so, and I know we shit on the director a lot and it's great. We need more women in film, Mm -hmm. uh, blah, blah, blah. But he did say, so it's like what... He's assuming the movie is good, I think, when he makes this quote. But he goes, with with the movie, my full inspiration will be working with the director. She's unlike anyone I've ever met before. She's truly a unique, gifted personality who seemed to have a very clear vision and almost raunchy yet heartfelt comical approach hmm. to the way she wanted to use me and whatever my abilities were in the movie. So I would have to give her full credit for whatever <laughs> influences were channeled. Interesting. Just like...
0: Yeah, we were kind of dumping on her, but I, I will say, I don't have any, I've never made a film, so bravo. That's like, right. You've done more than I have. you made three more movies than I have, so good on you. You know, they're not all going to be gems, like you were saying. Not every episode of this podcast is gold. A lot, Dude. Of, it, a lot of it's garbage. Real garbage. Real garbage. What'd you real rate this?
1: Uh, my real rating, oh shit, I've got it here. My real rating, oh, okay, what? I'm going <laughs> to give it um, eight, I'm going to give it eight savage Baseball bat swings out of out of ten Jack in the Boxes. Wow. Spooky Jack in the Boxes.
0: I, I like out of ten. Yeah, I hmm. Damn. I gave it three pairs of ball hugging undies <laughs> out of ten loads to Biloxi. Cause it was it wasn't ten brutal. loads in Baloxy, no loads in Julie. Because um, it wasn't brutal. Like it it wasn't great. It you know, the the writing was brutal. It had potential to be really mm-hmm. cool because like, this kind of reminded me, like I said earlier, it kind of reminded me of a movie from the '80s or the '90s. Like mm-hmm. a lot, there were a lot of movies kind of along this this line, like this yeah. sort of thriller type movie that I watched when I was a kid. This is a movie I could definitely see myself watching when I was when I was younger. Going like, oh man, this is crazy. This isn't
1: meant for me, but, when but they, I'm going to
0: watch it anyway.
1: When they actually made it 30 years after they should have made yes. it, it doesn't hold up. It does not. But there is there was a point in it when I was when. Uh, when I was like, oh, it sort of reminds... It's kind of like going for a David Lynch kind of vibe, which it didn't... It just had at moments. And then later on, the director, I did read something where she was like, oh, I want it to be like a David yeah, Lynch type movie. Really I was so like, oh, time. you succeeded. at Very small points, but you did succeed mm-hmm. having that, because I definitely had that thought. And Nicolas Cage has been, you know, he's worked with Lynch, Wild at Heart. Oh, it's so good. I
0: would like to see this director work with a different writer. Like, I know she wrote it too. I think mm. maybe she just took on a little too much. Like, this was... When you, I think when you write something, it's like jokes, right? Mm -hmm. When you write something and you you hold it, you're like, man, this is my favorite joke. I really like this joke. It's really hard to detach yourself from it and look at it critically and go, oh, this needs to change. Maybe I'll get rid of that and get rid of this and maybe try something different. It's really hard to do that. So I could see writing a movie, producing it, and directing it all you're not really open to somebody going like, hey, yeah. maybe try a little different, try this, try that. And I think that's just something you learn as you go.
1: Well, you it, need a lot of, I think, a uh, lot of directors, which I have no idea because I've never worked on a film ever, but having someone like a good a good DOP and a good a good no man yeah. <laughs> beside you, right? Like yeah. someone who can be like, okay, no, this is shit. Because yeah. there was points too where I feel like, both actors, Nicolas Cage and uh, Franca, the girl from Run, Lola, Run, and even Billy, the lady who played Billy. Uh, what was her name? Penel- not Penelope? Yeah, Penelope. I think. Something. And she, I feel like they're good actors, but there's a lot that a director can do. And sometimes knowing when you've, when you've got the shot that you need or cutting it together in a way where you can make people who aren't maybe bringing their 100% you can make them, you can make it feel like it in the
0: final product, I think, which mm-hmm. is what the goal. I think with it, with experience, she'll get better at that. Like telling, it's kind of hard to tell an actor to go, to, to go like as a director to go, Hey, yeah, I'm not getting what I want out of you in this scene. This is what I want. Like in those, like I, I mentioned, she was reading her lines like Christopher Walken with no punctuation. Mm-hmm. She wasn't pausing when there needed to be pauses. She wasn't letting stuff sink in. Like there was one scene, I can't remember what she said, but she delivered a line and I know she was supposed to go. And then, well, you know, but she okay. just went. And then, well, you know, and, and you're there like, was, that there didn't was, convey. her eyes were looking like, and then, well, you know, it's like, well, no, no, you need to go. And then, well, but it would be so, it would know. be so scary. You have to have a,
1: maybe that is the thing too with the director. Uh, you would have, you have to have a, have a, who's that? I can't remember his name, David O. Selznick. No, that's not it. David O. Russell, you have to have a massive ego, I think, as a director to understand what you want, because it is would be a very difficult thing to give a line reading to someone like Nicolas Cage or even like that actress mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. actor to be like, no, why don't you try it like this? They just go, I th- I think that was good. That was good. You just go, yeah, whatever you think. You gotta you gotta. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that David O. Russell. He's getting mad at um, fuck <laughs> the actor Lucille. Uh, who was in, who was in, uh, oh shit. I can't, anyways, big, big <laughs> name actor. And he has this total blowout with her, but he's not getting the performance that he wants. Mm-hmm. And he's this like young upstart shit, um, director, but it's like his movies are good and he knows what he wants. And you have to have a, have that kind of ego, I think. Totally.
0: You, Cause you, if you have a vision, mm-hmm. you have a vision, you know what you want. You have to just learn to tell people what you want and tell them you're not satisfied when you're not satisfied. Yeah, It's basically what it is. And that's why I felt like a lot of this movie was where I think they maybe were on a time crunch or maybe the yeah. budget wasn't big enough for them to, to have more time to play around. Or they just kind of went like, all right, we got it. Let's go. Next scene. And It also, seemed like like that.
1: I think Nicolas Cage kind of calls the shots. When you're getting funded, like 100% the reason that movie gets made and gets money is because Nicolas Cage is in that movie. And Nicolas Cage knows that the reason this movie is getting made because he's Nicolas Cage and he's mm-hmm. in it. So he's like, if I want to do something crazy, like just whatever, just do some, woo! He's like, I, he's going to do it and you can't really, yeah, exactly. And you can't be like, I think that's a little insane, Nick. Do you want to bring it in? You're like, he's like, no, oh, I think that's
0: good. Perfect, it's perfect, it's perfect. Let's we'll just keep going. You're like, oh, okay. All right, let's wrap it up there. Okay. Thank you for coming on again. Once again, uh, that, was, that was a blast. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Uh, I'm on Instagram at uh, dmiller101. And then, of course, the Ill Informers podcast. You can download that. You can see it on YouTube. Um, There's Facebook and stuff like that out there as well. Subscribe
0: to it. Like it. Do everything. Do all that stuff. Because it's good for the algorithm. Same with this. Follow us on, I don't know, wherever you follow your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Hit like or hit dislike. Doesn't matter. Either one. It sets the algorithm, and it helps me get more subscribers and viewers, because that's what I want. Yeah. This is fun. Thanks for having me, man. man. Always a pleasure. Right on. Excellent. Take care, everybody. You can find Darren Miller on the Ill Informers podcast with Elliot Ryan and Nash Park. These guys are hilarious. Give them a follow. Subscribe to them. Throw up a like. Show us some love. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See you guys in the next episode of Real Garbage. Real Garbage.